Hey, it's Anthony Wofford here, howtogetintodramaschool.com. Today's podcast is an awesome one. It's a rare treat that a young actor has the humility to talk about challenges of not getting accepted into drama school, and that's what we have for you today. Uh, a really talented, dedicated, uh, classically trained actor who's ready to continue his acting training in college got uh, rejected from auditions this year. So this podcast is my friend Mateen. He is a young actor who will be auditioning again next year and in the years to come as he continues to grow his craft and get better as an actor. And I'm really excited for you to meet Mateen, hear his story and how he's overcoming not getting accepted as well as just all his awesome insights. So here's Mateen. This is how to get into dramaschool.com where we help you get into the best drama schools in the world. Enjoy. My name is Mateen Bazaar. I'm 18 years old. I go to Santa Monica High School. Um, I live in Santa Monica here in LA. And yeah. Nice. <laughs> and you've been studying acting for how long? Um, well, with high school and like younger, like before, um, almost about nine-ish years. Wow. Okay. And when did you get into it? Like, what kind of got you sparked? Um, well, ever since I was a kid, I remember watching, like, old, um, like, Asian TV series that had, like, ninjas and samurais, and those kind of, like, inspired me to, like, write my own stuff. Oh, cool. So I would come up with, like, imaginary games with one of my friends that we would play in my backyard when I was a kid, and we had, like, like we would imagine dragons, and my dad would, um like make wooden swords for me so we could have those and like we could play with them around and you're like i'm gonna be an actor pretty much well back then when i was younger it wasn't like acting because i didn't know what it was i was just like oh i like to perform i'd like to show like this thing of like um i want to show my moves <laughs> um but then as i got grow older and i as i saw like movies and i was like oh this is really cool like i can become someone else so now you did become someone else. You really took to the training. You have raw talent. You know, I've spoken with your teachers, spoken with your classmates, and you do stand out um, as one of the top actors at your school. And you want to study acting, like, you know, you want to continue. I know this about you. So tell me kind of how, you know, obviously you don't have control of your talent necessarily, yeah. but you do have control over a lot of other stuff, your work ethic, mm -hmm. you know, how much you want to grow. How do you feel like you've taken yourself to a, a standout position amongst your peers? Um, I guess I do like a lot of reading. Um, I read a lot of plays. I try to read at least three to four plays a month. Um, That's awesome. So I could like be familiar with like the writer's work. So I can be familiar with like the language that they speak. Um, and I guess like <clears throat> just like working really hard on myself when it comes to like learning the characters like if I have a monologue then I do research about it I read the play I um, write my own little notes I put down questions um, just overworking myself in a way like I remember one time I was memorizing one of my monologues just for class and I was like I need something that's out of like the ordinary so I put my monologue in a piece of plastic and I go into the shower, I stick it on the wall, and I just perform my monologue while like I was under shower. <laughs> and I would like cover my ears and like I would hear the like the water splashing on my head and so like different new different ways of like 
doing it myself. Absolutely. So exploring. Yeah. Yeah. Seeing if I can find something new with it. We talk about that in in helping students get into drama school. We talk about doing it in different ways. Yeah over dramatic or super opposite of what you think it is or in the shower you know anything that keeps the monologue malleable mm-hmm. keeps it fresh keeps it different, you know yeah. different you know because you need to have that present sort of present tense mm-hmm. whenever you perform it it can't yeah. be like this thing that you've done a billion times yeah. even though literally we do it like a billion, billion times, times yeah. um, so let's let's make that transition now you, you're a senior this year yes I want you to share a little bit about your journey uh, with auditioning and where you're at right now. Um, so basically, I was going to apply to a lot of schools this year, like a lot in East Coast and some like in California. But I was thinking of like, I as a person, I'm not fully ready to like, let's say I would get into an East Coast school and I'm not really ready to like move to another state by myself and like have that be like my own thing. And I was like, well, the only school that would be worth me going would be Juilliard. So Juilliard was the only school that I applied to. And um, I had two monologues. Well, I had four monologues. And I just worked with them. Like, Can you share what they were? Uh, yeah. One of them was Bengal Tiger at the Baghdad Zoo. Um, and then I had... Um, I played the tiger. And then I had Shylock from Merchant of Venice. And then I had Thisbe from Midsummer Night's Dream. And I had... Um, Naomi from Naomi in the Living Room. Nice. And I ended up performing Shylock and Tiger, which I regret a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah? Okay, yeah. we'll get into that in a second. So, because uh, I'm interested in why you regret that. Um, but um, before we do, um, continue on. You said you kind of decided that you're not quite ready yeah. to go. And, and the only school that would compel you to actually figure that out would be Juilliard. Yeah. But, like, um, so where are you at now with everything? Um, well, I... I'm enrolling at SMC, which is a community college in Santa Monica, and I thought this was also a really good thing for me because I get to also explore some of the other things besides acting that I'm interested in, like political science or um, psychology or like things like that that also can somehow connect to, because I'm also interested in um, political theater. Um, but. So I was thinking of like, okay, well, I didn't get into Juilliard, so it's good that I also have this option that I can explore these other things that I'm also interested in and then fully decide what I'm going to do. So I'm going to be majoring in theater, but also I would have a, a minor in um, political science. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I think a lot of students in talking to them uh, express that desire. They have uh, a desire to go study at a rigorous BFA program, mm-hmm. But they also have other interests. Yeah. And, you know, it's not even necessarily fallback. Yeah. It's more actually like growth. double in yeah. growth. You know, because everybody knows you can't really double major at a BFA program. Yeah. It's like if you do get into something like that. You only do that. Yep. Yeah. But at the same time, you'd be like, well, if I don't, I would actually enjoy, mm-hmm. you know, starting to grow in this area too. Yeah. So, and that sounds like what you're doing. Yeah. Which much. is very powerful. Yeah. That's cool because you can, you know, are you planning on auditioning again for multiple schools yeah. next year? You are. Um, some of them are going to be next year and the other ones are going to be like some of the UCs are going to be um, in two years. Okay. Um, but like some schools. Is that for like, community college purposes, like the two year? Yeah. So like UCs, like UCLA, like some of the, like UC Santa Barbara, those, all of those schools that require two years of community college and then transfer. But some schools like Juilliard, Notre Dame, or like all those things, um, those are just like one year of community college and then um, 
like I can you can never, yeah, yeah. so so that was what I was going to ask so they say if you've gone to one year of community college certain of those credits will transfer yeah 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 academically and stuff yes. right I know that no matter what you have to start at the beginning as a freshman yeah. from an acting point of view yes but that's nice that you get some credits transferred mm-hmm. after a year all right so before we get into some of the monologue stuff mm-hmm. I do want to hear which schools you are looking at like BA programs and BFA programs over the next two years? Um, over the next two years, I was thinking of um, Juilliard, NYU, um, Carnegie Mellon, Notre Dame, DePaul, UCLA, um, CalArts, um, or some other ones, um, Duke, uh, did I say DePaul? Yep. Yeah. Um, those are like mostly like the top ones that I Great. would like. Yeah. What um, What kind of attracted you personally about certain programs? Um. Well, I think it comes to like theater, especially because I when I moved here three years ago, um, my English wasn't as good, and I was like in the ELD classes, like like learning English as I would like do my other um, classes, and so um, I always wanted to do theater. And my English teacher came up to me and said, okay, who's interested in theater? And I was like, me, I want to do it. <clears throat> and she was like, okay, great. So she gave me like the sheets to like fill out. And then I went to the audition room and um, theater was like a really big thing for me to like find friends immediately. Like as I started school in a new place where like most of the people knew each other from like years ago and like they're all friends from middle school and all that. And so it was like a really cool thing for me to like find friends immediately doing the same things that I like. And then I got a call back and then I, um, it was the crucible my sophomore year. I played Francis Nurse. Wow. And so that was like my moment of like, okay, theater is the, this is the best thing. I like found friends um, and people enjoy watching me do it. I enjoy performing it. And so why not? Let's, and so I feel like the thing about theater is because it's such a humanities thing and you can connect with people because you take different characters to perform like you get to play a salesman you get to play um a, a jewish person who's been like da- damned his own life or like you play a really poor person or a king or people who've been betrayed and so you take all these different kind of personalities and so it's it's so easy for you to connect with other people and so that was like one of the main things that was that's like, awesome really easy. And those, these programs, you feel, really uh, support that mm-hmm. as, as far as, like, a next level thing. Yeah. Like, because um, did you do a lot of research into each program? Or how did you find out about, like, let's say Duke and CalArts? I mean, obviously, like, I mean, how did you find out, like, okay, this attracts me about Duke. Mm-hmm. This me- attracts me about DePaul. Mm-hmm. Was there certain things? or um, Well, for CalArts, like, specifically, yeah, I did the summer program one time that... Um, we made a short film and so my film got like aired at sony pictures oh cool yeah and so i got to like talk with the teachers and they brought in guests and um it was really fun for me to like hear about their experience like as a student who are graduating some of them and they would like say they went to london and like performed on like this really prestigious like Mm -hmm. um theater performance i was like oh my god that's so cool (laughs) um and then like one of my mother my really good friends he got into DePaul last year and so from him I heard really good things and one of the teachers at 
like the Callers program that I did, I did not know anything about Juilliard. Like when I moved here, like nothing. I did not know what it was or anything. I haven't even heard its name. But she recommended it. Do you know her name? Um, if I said it, would you know? Maybe. Mary Lou Rosado? No. No? Um, anyway. Yeah. Um, she uh, was like, hey, uh, have you heard of Juilliard School? And I was like, no, what is it? Is it a good school? And <laughs> she goes like, uh, yeah, it's a really pretty good um, theater school. Um, I think you should look into it. And I was like, yeah, definitely. I'll give it a try. So I started like doing research for Juilliard. And then I realized that Robin Williams went there. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, the one guy who, like, specially inspired me to, like, do acting, like, went to the school. I'm definitely going to try out. And so, like, I put all of my focus and energy, like, junior year and senior year on, like, trying to get away to, like, go into Juilliard, like, get into Juilliard. Yeah. Um, all right. This is a great time to kind of move into the audition now. Okay. Um, let's talk about... Yeah, you. Let's go right into. It. I'm curious about why you said you wish you wouldn't have done those two. Um, you did those two. Which yeah. were they again? Uh, Tiger and Shylock. Right, and and Tiger is by uh, Raj of Joseph and yes. Shylock's by obviously Shakespeare. So, yeah. tell me why? What? Well, you didn't want to do those, um, or you didn't think no. you did well? The thing was that I had performed my Tiger monologue from my junior year, and everyone loved it. Like everyone was like, "Oh my god, it's so great! You're doing so good." And so I was like, oh my god, this is such a good monologue to, like, have it just to perform it. And then I, like, heard of, and then uh, one of my teachers helped me with Shylock. She gave me the monologue, um, Hath Not A Jew Eyes, um, before a Shakespeare competition. And I worked that. And, like, when was that? Your junior year as well or no, senior year? This is senior year. Yep. This is beginning of senior year. Um, and so I, like worked on that and she told me like the moment I gave you that monologue and the moment you read it I saw Shylock in you and so I really like worked with him and like Shylock was just like my to go monologue and then I was like okay I need two more monologues and so she gave me Thisbe and Naomi and with Thisbe the reason was it was really funny and because it's so like the way I did it was so bizarre like I would get this high pitched voice where we'd be like, Oh my dear and so and I would make like really funny gestures with it and with like or like with Shylock and it's like so stiff and like you don't move and it's just so serious. And I just wish that I had done Disby and Tiger. Um, because I feel like it would have stand out because Tiger at first I start like with this tiger form, like I'm on my like you're a tiger. Yeah, yeah. I'm a tiger, and I people aren't familiar with the play, but yeah, yeah, and I play as a tiger. But in the productions, or as it's in, written in the script, is that the tiger is like a human being. It stands on two feet. It talks. It acts like a human, but it's a tiger. But I was like, hey, let's give it a different thing where I perform it as a tiger, and then I get up and get into the human form. Um, yeah. Okay. And so you wish you would have had like just like a more of a comedic, yeah, contrasting with yeah. the tiger. Yeah. So I could have. I feel like I could have shown more range to it, like for myself. But it's a game of ifs because Absolutely. I could have done Bisbian tiger and still hadn't gone. You never know. Yeah. And that's what we all deal with, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I did two uh, monologues at Juilliard that I had never done together. Mm. I did other pairs. 
I see. And, you know, you just don't know. Yeah. Um, there's so much that's out of our control, but I think that, you know, like you said, you've got to do something that you just, you love. Yeah. And uh, so if you've worked that hard on those pieces, you know, you were right to do them. Yeah. Now, uh, are you planning on, you are planning on re-auditioning yeah. for Juilliard as well as some of these other programs you mentioned. Yeah. Um, are you planning on continuing to search for new monologues? Um, I wouldn't mind, yeah, because the more I learn, the better it is for me. Yeah, nonstop, right? Yeah. Always reading. Always reading, always looking for new But people. you're going to be now in Santa Monica College for a year, which yeah. is still in the same city as your high school, so yeah. you'll still have connections to your high school teacher. Yeah. But, like, are you going to get different types of coaching this year? Are you? Do you feel like you're going to prepare any different than you did? Um, I feel like I would, just, like, for myself, like, to learn new ways of learning things i guess because i'm always trying so hard to learn a lot of things keep growing yeah so i always try to like challenge myself in different ways possible nice yeah all right so let's talk a little bit about like people who are listening who are about to be in their senior year or about to audition they're thinking about auditioning already i don't know what age they are but they're thinking about auditioning Mm -hmm. you've actually done it yeah you've gone into the room you know, that's a lot of what people are getting nervous about is like, I just don't even know what it's like to walk into the room. Yeah. Like, are they going to be friendly? Or uh-huh. Are they gonna, like, what is it like now that you're on the other side of the, you know, fence uh-huh. a little bit and you've actually gone through that? Mm-hmm. What would you say to someone that you know is going through their head or something like what tip would you give or what wisdom could you share? Uh, just breathe. Breathe as much as you can. Because I remember before they said my name to go inside the room I was totally fine and calm and I was like okay I can do it I'm good but the moment they said okay Mateen you're next I just had like this kind of a breakdown right there where I was about to cry like I don't know even why but like I was so scared and I feel like at that moment it was the part for me I was like I want this so bad and I don't know what I'm gonna do if I don't get it and the moment they said my name like you're on deck I just sort of sat down and I like started like I was so close to cry but I kind of like breathed it out and like I calmed myself down and I went in there like terrified and like nearly close to like sob but then um, I said then they, they asked me like what are you gonna perform first I was like I want to do Shylock first for you guys and they're like awesome so I turned my back around them and like I just take a deep breath and I like and then as I'm shaking I like turn around and like I'm in character I'm performing it for them and it all goes by so fast that and then when you so you did Shylock first yeah and then Tyler and then Tiger and then what um, oh you did Shylock first and and then then Tiger Tiger. yeah and then after Tiger did they say anything or they just said thank you they just said thank you and I left the room yeah same with me yeah um and so that's crazy though yeah like right when they said your name yeah um, like I just what's the solution? Like, what, what would you do different next year? I mean, just because maybe you've been through it, you're not going to be as terrified? Or would you prepare your monologues more? Like, would um, you like to have known that beforehand? Like, what's the solution? I don't think there's any solution to it. Because, like, you're performing for the most prestigious, like, acting school in U.S. And so there's no, like, formula to it. It's just a matter of you doing something you like. And I feel like... Like, the times that I've performed, the moments where I wasn't as scared or I wasn't as terrified, I 
could have completely like perform to my fullest extent and when I could feel like the audience is like connecting with me because one time last year I did um, an original piece I did a, a monologue that I wrote it was like about a soldier who's talking about him getting tortured because he was at the other side of the um, he was at the other side of the river and uh, he gets captured and because he wanted to get water for his kids and he just talks about how his torture was and like he like I would show it to the audience like oh he cut I they cut my arm all the way down all the way to my chest and like he slapped me and like and a few old people came up to me after the performance and they was they were telling me like how connected they felt with my piece and like some people started crying at the monologue and like a monologue is really short so you're not really expecting a full-on um Emotional, emotional connection, connection or with response. the audience yeah but I felt like because no I way, wasn't absolutely because, it, because I wasn't so terrified of doing it and I felt proud of doing it um, I could go full on out without fearing what are they going to think would you consider doing that for schools I mean if some schools because I know most of the schools say no original most, piece yeah but if someone and like I would put it as an option yeah because you've got to publish it yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, they do often say that uh, like monologues out of monologue books yeah. are really against the rules, against the rules strongly online. disencouraged. Yeah. yeah, because those can be so horrible. Yeah, <laughs> I've read some of them before, but I was like, oh my god, I cannot do this. I need yeah. to read a book and find my monologue. Um, well, this is very cool. Um, I think we've we've gone over a lot of stuff, and again, our focus is how to get into drama school. Mm-hmm. So. We've talked a lot about a lot of different things. We haven't talked at all about headshots, mm-hmm. resumes, applications, personal recommenda- letters of recommendation. You know, do you have any, like, what was your journey with any of that? Do you have any questions about any of that? Do you have any tips for any of that stuff? Mm, well, make sure for letters of recommendation, make sure that the teachers that you're thinking of getting a letter from, make sure that you, you're building a good relationship since like whenever you have their like either it's junior year or sophomore year or senior year like make sure and oh do not ask your senior teachers if you if you've only had them for one year because they don't know you as well as a teacher who might have had you for like two years or something so make sure that there are teachers that they know you well and they know your work for example if you're a theater student like make sure to ask your theater teacher if you have a good connection with them because they are the one who have seen your growth ever since you've joined like the acting class um, headshots, I'm not the best one because I only used the pictures that my brother took with his camera and he had a, like a good camera. So I was like, okay, I'll just use these. But I didn't even have a headshot for my Juilliard audition. I just had a resume. And no matter like how short your resume is, everyone has to start somewhere. So even if you were in like two, three plays in your high school, put them in there. Like show them what you started with and show them like where you are now. Um, and one of my teachers... Um, Gina Oster Um, she really helps me with like monologues and stuff and she always tells me like whenever I want to perform something if it's a comfort competition or something she says be calm and show them the real Mateen so whenever you're auditioning something show the audience who you really are and that's what they're really looking for is to see who they're watching like it's really important for you to feel connected with your piece it's really important for you to be connected to the audience. And if you're connected to the audience, then 
they can see the real you. So never be afraid of showing who you are because they want to see the real you because you're performing someone you're not. And so that's like always something that has like stuck out for me. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. No, that's really, really great. I was going to ask you for like, you know, what's your final thoughts or what are you like, you know, that, those are it, man. Yeah. I mean, you got a great tip from your coach. You said Gina. Gina, yeah. You know, like that's a great tip. Like be calm and show them who you are. Yeah. You know, because also about schools specifically, because that's true in auditions in the real world mm-hmm. as well. But schools in particular, they're not just accepting your work. Yeah. They're accepting you. Yeah. And so if they don't even feel you mm-hmm. through your work, they're not even going to want to necessarily like continue the conversation. Yeah. And, and, and for anyone like yourself or anyone who doesn't get in the first time, mm-hmm. right? Again, it could be a, a whole numerous amount of things, yeah. but like you clearly have a desire to do this moving forward. Yeah. And you know, you will get accepted into one of the Something. schools. You're going to yeah. keep working hard, you know, keep the pedal on the metal, keep reading all that stuff. Um, so I have full confidence, but what I was going to say was, um, well, yeah, they're accepting you. Mm. Like, that's the most important thing. Yeah, and like, even if you don't get into something, like when I didn't get into Juilliard, there is going to be a lot of bringing yourself down. Like, there's going to be so much doubt. Like, oh my God, I'm not good enough. Or, of course, no one's going to want me. Of course, no one's going to accept me. Um, why would they even want me in their program when they have like this and this and that? But it's really not personal, one thing. And second, if you love some- doing something, you never give up doesn't matter how many like this is so cliche but doesn't matter how many times you fail how many times you get up is the most important thing and especially when you want to become an actor or when you want to study acting um you have to know you're going into a world of rejection and so you have to be mentally prepared for that like you have to be mentally prepared of like okay i'm not gonna get i'm gonna get thousands of no's like every time that i audition but what matters is i continue doing what i love and that's one thing I've realized from all the rejections that I've got for in acting. Um, and I've realized that, okay, it's not the acceptance that matters to me. It's the performing that I love. You know, even if it's a, in a room full of like 10 people max, I'm going to love performing my piece to them and showing them my art. Yeah. And that was like the main thing for me in acting because I was like, I'm able to speak to everyone like from different classes and different like places and tell them a story that they might not hear from someone who doesn't have the voice to tell. Yeah. And that's a good thing about acting is that you hear everyone's voices, mm-hmm. you know? It's awesome. Yeah. Um, any other thoughts? This has been super helpful. <laughs> it's been super awesome. I mean, we've, we've stuck to like an awesome topic, which is how to get in. Yeah. And your story is just awesome. Thank you. Um, it's unique and I'm excited for you. Thank you. Yeah. Anything else? Um, just don't give up, you know, and do what you love. And eventually you will get a yes from someone and that yes will change your life. It doesn't matter if it's in two years, if it's in three days, if it's in 10 years, you will get a yes eventually because you're doing what you love. Nice. You know, so just don't give up and keep on trying and do what you love. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you, Mateen. Of course. It was great.